Want me to do the welcome back how are we keith good man good weekend good. lovely weekend great man. weekend it's a great weekend which is why we're back with another episode of the just offside podcast with myself michael pavella and keith mkubia what a weekend i know man i feel like i say that every episode what a weekend <laughs> Yeah, you only have two good weekends, man. Oh, man. I mean, any day where it's a, any weekend where it's a Saturday and Arsenal get three points, it's a happy day. It's a great weekend. Everything else can be terrible, but that just makes it. It's so true, though, because like sometimes if your team wins, especially when it's early and if they win and you're watching all these other games, like I was watching games after and I was watching football, I'm just in a good mood, man. I know <laughs> it lifts your mood. Like, you don't realize like how much of an impact. Yeah. The team's results have on us and i think some of us like i think with the menu with an arsenal you always hope that your team's gonna win but given our team's forms the last couple of years it's just like if we do yeah, get a win it's like okay good but you guys are flying i don't know about flying but we got that's the time let's talk about menu west ham london stadium sunday midday over here nice and early i think probably for you guys yeah those are the type of games those are the type of results you look at at the end of the year yeah exactly that's why that to win a league yeah those are the type of team or games you need to get three points but like still i don't know we still look shaky sometimes man like mcguire sometimes at the back just like fuck bro figure it out man the couple yeah, passes he's doing he's just wild a bit wild it's nice that we have ram beside him now but like Moran's a rock. He definitely oh needed God. someone Rolls, like Rolls Royce, man. Rolls Royce. Yeah, I think the problem with them is it, it always will be that Fred McTominay. Oh matchup. my God! Yeah, don't even get me started on that too. Man. But 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 Ronaldo. Your, yeah, Ronaldo. What's the thought? Obviously, this guy scores again. He's got three goals already in two games. Yeah. Scored midweek in Champions League. He's just on a tear. It's him, bro. Best in the world. He's adapted his game over the <laughs> over the years. Man, and now he's just a poacher, fox in the box, right place, right time all the time. He's not running down the wing, uh, dribbling past guys anymore, but he's still getting done. He just scores goals, man. You know he's going to be there to score. Or he's going to have Probably. opportunities to score. And he should score that one in the second half, too. I'm surprised yeah, he put he that away. I was going to say the, the evolution of his game. Yeah. Like, you always think about like players and how they switch it up and how they change. And as they get older, like what they do. And like Ronaldo is just like, bro, he's adapted so well to his age. It's crazy that he's been able to keep going. Unbelievable. Yeah. But you know, a big goal, couple pounds. I think he should have had at least, I think the last one, the last one, the one he got need should have been PKs, man. No, yeah. I thought I, they went to VAR, what, three times just for Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah. The first, well, I feel what the first, there's three times, right? I feel what the first one was. I don't know, but I remember the, the third time. I think I remember the challenge that you're talking about where they said that Ronaldo went into his legs. And, on the knee? Yeah. and, the, yeah. and the, I was like, where else is he supposed to go? <laughs> and then the Kurt At first, I thought Kurt Zuma got the ball. I was like, fuck, good tackle. But when they, they showed the replays, like, you know, he wasn't nowhere close. I know. So could have been two, but fuck. And then David De Gea saves his first penalty since 2015. But before that, bro, let's got to, we got to, Jesse Lingard, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I wanted to skip that. Lingardinho. <laughs> Bro, especially after 
what he did uh, midweek and Champions League, obviously, is like, fuck. I think even taking it back more, like what he did all last season alone at that stadium. And I know, but I'm coming coming off of a game like that for him. For me, that shows a lot of maturity from him because that would have never happened back in the day after having a, a bad or whatever that fucking giveaway he gives away on Wednesday. For him to come in and through ball like that. Through ball to the young boy. Like that would never happen with him. So I think he's grown as a player, bro. And I think he's going to be big time for us this year. That's what I was saying. I think that that is like peak highs and lows of football in one week. In one week. Terrible giveaway. Cost them in Champions League goal. They lose their opening group stage game and then scores the winner on a Sunday. Top business. So some class doesn't celebrate. Yeah, that was nice of him. I'm glad he didn't. And but then, you see Ronaldo and um, yeah, Fernandez like, oh, like so. pushing him to celebrate. Uh, fuck West Ham, bro. Yeah, I know, honestly. <laughs> like, just go celebrate. Who gives a fuck about these guys? I know, man. But no, fuck. Save this and then boom. And I told you too, because I remember text you after. I was like, bro, hold, let's see if we can hold on. I know something always fucking happens with us. And then fucking penalty. That was a tough penalty. Yeah, it was a penalty for sure. But I just know always when we're away, something's going to happen. But that would it's gotta be so hard for defenders to try and not be in a position like that and always have it's to tough. think. Yeah, you see a lot of them sometimes with their hands behind their backs in those situations. But like, David, man, like I said, De Gea. Yo, can you believe that Mark Noble just got subbed on just to take the pen? Bro, they said because he's, I guess he's gone 10 for 10 in the last, which is like, okay. Because, man, it's hard to say because he goes on, he scores it. We don't talk about it. He missed it, so we talk about it, you know. So I don't really – I don't take much from it. I don't really give a fuck. You, Do you, you think you can step you... on without – but, like, he didn't even warm up. Nothing. Not touching a ball. Bro, you're not making a 40-yard run and then going to kick the ball. You just put it in the net, <laughs> man. <laughs> you're saying you should have done a couple of sprints. I don't know why people make a big deal about that. that. You either make, make it or miss it, man. Yeah. Make it or miss I, it. I, I think he just like I think it was but too soon almost for I do get that. I get it. I get I see the other side of it too. Especially after what happened with England in the Euros. I think it's too soon just to sub and guys like, on. What's his name? Grab the ball and was ready to go. Declan Rice. Like I would have had him take it, man. He's been playing. I well. would have had him a hundred percent take or Ben Rama. So I don't like, know if Ben Rama you, was still on the pitch. Like, what are they thinking about David Moyes after that? He's like, fuck man. Yeah, it's a weird decision. But like you said, he was 10 for 10. If he scores it, we don't talk about it. We don't it. talk about it, right? But yeah, fuck. Big, massive three points. Massive. And it was kind of a ship. It was kind of a ship pen. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. It was savable. It was savable, the yeah. height of it and where it was. It's perfect for a hand on a diving keeper. Yeah. But electric, yeah. that's like Crazy. you said. Like the last those are the games. Those like... are the games that you need to win. And those are the games yeah. where you get three points. And you, you're happy. It's an away game. That yeah. full stadium, you, you just run out of there. If you're Ollie, you're just getting the boys and getting out of there and going and being happy. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 29 unbeaten on the road. Bruno's never lost. Unbeaten. Bruno's never lost away from uh, Old Trafford in the Prem. That's a stat. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that. Crazy. So that's it on uh, Menu West Ham. Yep. We take our talents to uh, Turf Moor on Saturday and we Snooze we look fest. at the mighty, the mighty arsenal. Snooze fest, the mighty arsenal. <laughs> the mighty yeah. arsenal. Picking up the second win of the season. As you can tell by my voice, I was over the moon about it. Why? 
I'll tell you why. Arteta's got some balls. He started Ramsdale the last two games. He pushed. I don't know if he really pushed for Tomiyasu, but he wanted Tomiyasu, and he's put him in right away. So the reason why I'm happy looking at that, I texted you last week. Or no, I texted you before the game. That's the best possible 11 I think they can play. Bro, I don't think so. Because if you're playing a squad, that, that real team, you guys are getting, midfield is getting fucking killed. You kind of partay in there by himself. Yeah, I get that. I think like who was available and what was kind of there, I think that was like kind that's the of only, a combination yeah. of well, That's the of only change players. I had. If you had another one person, like I would have had uh, Lukongo in there. Yeah, instead of, like, I, like, I like partay Lukongo mixed. Yeah, I like them together. And I'd rather like Martin be there. But Emil Smith Rowe is just like. But yeah, other than that, yeah. Like, Pepe is a little bit annoying. I think he needs to be a little bit more like precise with what he's doing. His passing is, is pretty bad. Yeah. But we cannot score from open play. That I was well. going to say, what do you, how do you feel like? Because your two wins have come against. Who's the. You play Norwich, Norwich and, and Burnley. Relegation and Burnley? battles. I know. And you can't create goal like real you haven't scored a real goal yet well the th- against norwich there was a lot of chances created and a lot of actual but you're not real putting, chances. yeah i know you're not putting my like, and and Aubameyang, man what's up with him i don't know i think he just needs chances like that one that he scored last week at the tap in i was like okay this is going to be like that's like the free throw that's going to get him going a little bit but then it just kind of hasn't but it's more so been like the quality into him and like the opportunities that he's getting but like I said, I'm obviously, I, I'm aware that we're not scoring an open play. I'm aware that it's not really clicking at all ends, but on the defensive side of things, I'm really happy with the back four and I'm happy with Ramsdale and, and goal. I heard, um, I was reading Ben White didn't have the best. First no, part. he didn't. He almost cost us. He had a bad back pass, but Gabrielle's been pre- playing yeah, really well. Playing well. So I think, as I said, like I think a couple of weeks ago, we beat Norwich. We beat Burnley. A little bit of an ease. Now we go into North London Derby on Sunday. And that game is huge. Because as much as no one's talking about it, obviously we got the piss taken out of us all first three games. Yeah. We're same level of points of Leicester. We're three points off Tottenham. We're like kind of, if you can say, like in the mix of it. So what mix? <laughs> In the fucking top 10 mix. (laughs) Middle of the table mix. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like when you start that low, like everyone's shitting on you and everyone's like obviously bantering the club so much. Yeah. But we talked about those first three games and I think think the real test is on Sunday. Like if we can pick up three points on Sunday, that's that's big. I mean, it'll be big and I expect you guys to win because Tottenham's looking like fucking dead right now, but... I don't know. It'll be, and obviously, Darby's, you know, Darby's are. It doesn't really matter how kind of form you're coming in at. Exactly. Darby's, Anything Darby's different. Yeah. But I no, also I think that that leads us into like the next game that we were going to talk about, which was Chelsea and Tottenham. And the game was at Tottenham. And now, if we think about like London Darby's, obviously, North London Derby is a little bit higher magnitude. Yeah. And more history to it. But Chelsea Tottenham has become the last like 10 years. It's become a very big game. And Chelsea just. No, they're the best. They're looking the best right now, bro. I was talking about with someone when you have 
Golo Conte coming off the bench into your team and he just changed the game when you have players that are like 60 million that are like world-class players and we talk about it with city when you have those that type of yeah options to bring in it's it's almost like unfair you look at spurs bench and you're thinking <laughs> who the fuck are they putting in who's gonna replace harry kane lucas mora maybe besides that who i know it's fucking dead they suck they have no depth no depth and I think that's what's again. killing them. And they're in the, they're playing in the conference league. And yeah, they're just they got oh, no hands, no depth. Hurricane doesn't want to be there. You can clearly see that from the way he's playing. Deli Alley, bro. <laughs> he's gonna cut his fucking dreads and leave fucking Spurs, man. <laughs> bro, he, bro, the guy had so I don't know. Like he was he hit some heights, like he was playing well year a couple years back. Well, that's like, the first person on the scene. Yeah, I remember that. And I hate him. Always hated him. He just looks like a cunt. But he, I remember that All or Nothing documentary where Mourinho was like, you're good. You haven't reached it. You need to be consistent and you need to play at that level every single week. And I remember him talking to him because I think we all saw what Deliele was like capable of. And when he was and like, he said he didn't he train like well. at the peak. He and then he, he just, he's well. not consistent. So, and yeah, I've heard, even I was listening to like Poet and Vooch and I hear like this guy's just always out in London, like doesn't really have his priorities straight, which is like, yeah, probably. Probably. That's why he's got the dreads, man. Him and Hector Bellerin fall, fell under the same. <laughs> <laughs> good handle. He's got to go to like a, a small, a small city. Yeah, you can't, yeah. can't handle the big city life, man. You get lost in the lights. You should go back to Milton Keynes, fucking dickhead. But yeah, no. Chelsea, man. I think they're the team to beat right now. I agree. Defensively, they're not getting scored on twos. Just like, oh, we were texting Rudiger, machine. Bro, it was a machine, man. Beast. And the fact that they started Keppa and not Mendy, and Keppa still, well, granted, there weren't that many chances, but still kept a clean sheet. Did he hurt? It's, I don't think so. I think they were just like rotating. rotating. He played Champions League. Um, just yeah, Keppa's not got a game in a while. The confidence yeah. that builds. Yeah. I don't know, man. The top, the top of the table is looking good. And I think that goes into our next game where City dropped points against Southampton at home. So it's getting interesting. And going into this weekend, the first match of Saturday is Chelsea versus City. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, though. They got the United game on the same time. But yeah, big match. They have the United game at the same time? No yeah. way. That's that's your 7.30 kickoff. Yeah, that's both. The top- I saw it the other day. Oh my goodness, man! You Aston Villa is playing at twelve thirty as well, seven thirty. That is peak. Yeah, but no, no, hey, at home too this weekend. All week, Pep was just asking supporters and fans to come to the stadium because they do not sell out the empty had. And this guy was just focusing on ticket sales all week, man. Didn't focus good, on tactics. You can't buy a fan base. You can't buy a fan base. Did you, you see buy- what? Um, the Man City lead supporter, or like the group, or whatever, he had like an interview, and he was asked his opinions. Yeah, on- I heard it. I heard it. I saw it on Sky Sports. Yeah, and he's just like, "Well, Liverpool and United get like three, four thousand tickets from tourists." It's like, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> people are traveling to watch the club. People should be traveling to watch, watch Man City. Club. But- yeah. 
Yeah, but they're not because you've just fucking established yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, no nine-year-olds are fucking getting on a plane and coming to your stadium by themselves. I know, because those are all their fans, these young kids seeing this team over the last few years. All over the world, probably. But, oh, yeah, but we've talked about it. You think about how many people you know that are genuine Man City fans. I think I can. I knew two people in my life. I didn't even know who Man City was as a kid. Yeah, no, it'd have to be this generation of people joining the bandwagon. Oh, definitely. But yeah, they drop points. Nil, nil. Striker, Fairly man. surprising. They need a striker. They do. But the last point that I have on the, on the Prem list is in our predictions episode, I chose this team to be relegated. And so far, they are flying and off to a great start. So I'm not... I'm not counting myself out yet, and I'm not dissing my own predictions, but Brighton are flying, and I don't want any slander from that. And Joshy Patterson, chill out on Liverpool. Yo, yeah, Josh. <laughs> Say our comments with that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're lucky we didn't delete that shit. <laughs> Support it. Bro, Josh, reported it. Josh, listen up, man. When the Africa Cup of Nations starts, I want to see how you guys deal with no Mo Salah, no Sadio Mane, who else? Keita, uh, Matip. Come to me after that, and then we'll talk. Let me see you guys get through that first. Who else is? Yeah, there? that's tough. When you're two like it's most reliable players, team. African Cup yeah. comes at the worst time. Is that at Christmas? I think it's just after, Winter maybe. Just but after. Yeah. I think it's January because I, I think if those guys, if all of those African players left during Christmas time with that schedule. Premier League clubs would kick off. They'd have, they'd probably have to change the schedule. Yeah, like fuck. Probably losing those four or five players is going to be tough. So we'll see. We'll see how their depth will be tested then. But that they do look you'd good. Have to, you'd have to hope for Firmino and Jota to step up they do massively. Yeah, massively. No, they've come out the gates well. What's his name? Who's the center back they bought from Leipzig? Was it Kunate? Kunate. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he does look okay. strong. I think he needs some time. Yeah, he'll take some That'll time. probably be the great time for him when Matt Tip goes. Matt Tip's gone, yeah. And <laughs> Joe Gomez, too. Joe really- Gomez, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. We'll see. But that's the prime. Looks exciting. This weekend, quickly, I will be at the North London Derby on Sunday, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's my first ever North London Derby, and um, I will be on our Instagram page again so if you're over on the instagram page check it out on sunday hopefully you'll see what it's like hopefully i can record some oh you guys can witness two dead teams going at it man yeah witness in in 4k so (laughs) we go to um just quickly like what happened around the world man i think we have to start off with syria last night just because of lucas felino and quentin leone our reoccurring guests Milan played Juve at the uh, Allianz. I think it's still called the Allianz in, tu- in Turin. Yeah, I think so. 1-1, one, one, man. Ones, eh? Bro, you Juve's watch to their worst start. They got four, no, two points after four games. Juve, right? Yeah, Juve. Yeah, they need help, man. They need fucking help. That's two the points? Is still post-Ronaldo effect? It's got to be. It's like when your girl leaves you and you're just devastated. For her <laughs> <life>. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> trying to find that filler, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, bro. Two points. I didn't realize they had two points. Two. They've lost to newly promoted team. They've lost to Napoli 2-1. They've drew with Milan now. Oh, I don't know who their other result was, but obviously it was a draw. So yeah, they haven't been off. There are, yeah, it was a draw. They haven't been off to a hot start. Jesus. And who scored for them? Morata? Morata scored like fourth minute off of a counterattack. And then the GOAT of Milan, best player in Milan's history, as Lucas Fina would say, Ante Rebic, with a beautiful header off a Tonali cross off a corner and leveled the game. And then he, like, the way he hit the crowd with the celebration, just like almost like the LeBron James of like the calm one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so people rated this Tonali kid I heard Foles talking about him Tonali is a, a very good player he got signed by Milan I believe last year and he didn't really adjust straight away it took him a while and He's young right like like with most players it's always like their second season that they get into it they got like a they're used to it new setting whatever it is and he's a very very good young pardon is he a teenager I think he's young, 20s, I think early 20s. So he, he's one of those young Italian players that are doing really well. And he had, obviously, last year, like I said, he didn't adjust that well and didn't play as well and was getting a little bit of stick from the Milan fans. But this year, he's he's really shown what he's capable of and he's had a really good start to the season. I think Foles would agree with that. So I hope he, when he's listening and his big ass Jeep pouring the concrete that he's uh, nodding his head. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, with that, obviously Juve off to the hot, not great start. Milan clubs are at the top of the table until tonight's game with Napoli playing and they have a chance to go top of the table, which would be, which would be very big for them. Then over in Germany in the Bundesliga, I saw the score. I was like, this is what we've talked about. Is if he, if it's even fun, Bayern wins 7-0 against newly promoted team. We don't even have to talk about who scored, what happened. Fonzie got I 90 lost. minutes. I, you no, I came off a half. I came off a half. Yeah, I got a little rest, bro. They're up 4-0 at half, man. <laughs> like, Did you stop little... watching then? What? No, I wasn't watching. I saw they got slipped off at half. But um, man, did you hear what their coach said? Side note about that. <laughs> that the cap. He's like they should take some notes from um, North American football, and in the future they should have like their captain should have like an earpiece in or something to the so they can talk to the coaches and shit. It's like, well, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I saw them talking about ESPN. I was like, what is this guy on? Like, no. Can you imagine? The dumbest shit I've ever heard. Imagine you're on the field, this guy's in your ear. Who would want that? Exactly. First off, the, the coaches aren't talking to the quarterback when they're playing. It's in no, it's between. In between, it's so yeah. Go. It's stop and go. This game is just continuous, man. And the captain in, well, the quarterback in football is calling the plays. It's not like it's not like who's the cap Manuel Neuer is at the back fucking yelling plays and yelling hut and fucking Omaha, Omaha running plays. I know. That's whack. Um, 
But then, bro, I wanted to talk. I wanted to bring this stat up because we talked about Holland and how he's a fucking freak. And did you see his goal on over the weekend? Yeah, bro, he's got sixty-eight goals in sixty-seven games for Dortmund. Yeah, fucking insane stat. It's like Ronaldo's stats. That's fucked. In just this calendar season, he's got 16 goals in 11 games. That's including games for uh, Norway. Yeah, he's on another level. But you know who else is on that squad that needs to start getting talked about? That Jude Bellingham is fucking disgusting. Did you see what he did in the midweek? No. Well, he scored a good, decent goal, but then he set, he made this run on the wing and set up uh, Holland for the goal right on the by the corner flag. I was like, what? I didn't know he had that. He's nice, man. That kid is nice. Oh, he's young. He's 20. Is he 20 now? I remember Pep. Nice. When they played him last year, and Pep was like, I don't know if that age is right. Like, he was like, Yeah, bro, he's good, man. Like, I guess he's Liverpool won him and stuff like that. Like, fuck, I'd take him at United, man. Yeah, he's a baller. Eat him, bro. That kid is nice, but another Englishman, man. Going to Germany, killing it. But that's what I, that we talked about. That's what should be encouraged. I think, I think if they can go to the championship or get some experience, or if you put players on loan in Bundesliga, abroad is better. Like even think about all the Americans you see in Germany. Exactly, good, they develop players well over there. Yeah, their development's no joke. Like they actually really really care yeah about the development of a player I'm trying to think if there's any other Canadian it's just Fonzie over there I think. yeah yeah that's I it. think it's but just still, yeah no development in Germany is just insane youth development big and then yesterday I went to well I was about to go to bed and I saw Real Madrid were losing one nil to the Valencia and then right before I went to bed I checked and they won two one and who else but Kareem Benzema scoring? Well, Vinicius scored in the 86th minute, and Benzema Kareem, scored man. in the 88th minute to come Yo, from he, behind and win. He might not have the best Instagram of any professional player. Bro, he's straight Algerian flex. <laughs> his Instagram, his videos he makes are fucking sick. Him and Memphis the Pirate have the best, two best Instagram footballers, man. Yeah, they're oh. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> This is, honestly yeah so you know like if a player is like not so great or like performing yeah on a week-to-week basis then you'd be like, yo, get the fuck off Instagram. Stop posing. Stop doing whatever. <laughs> but Benzi delivers every, <laughs> every time. And his Instagram goes even harder. <laughs> yo, this guy's the coolest, man. The coolest, He's a G. Bro. I love him, bro. But yeah, his Instagram is hilarious. So he scored. And they rock those new, like, teal, yeah, teal blue jerseys. Sick. That I'm a big fan of. So Real making it interesting. Keep it and going. That, uh, what's his name too? Shout out. Like Kamavinga started well with them too. Goal. Real, really well. On the midweek. He kind of snaked Modric on the goal, but we'll allow it. But he's, he's about to take, his, about to take his spot too. <laughs> hey, that's fine. He's 36, man. I know. That's I'm just saying. That's the, guy, that's, the guy, that's the guy they brought to take his spot. But that's, if you're looking at it from like, and Chilotti's point of view, such a good replacement. Oh, if perfect. you can ease him in, 
If, yeah, like you said, like the start that he's had, if now your Cruises and Modrices can have a little bit more rest yeah, and those guys still deliver, that's what you want. Because I think everybody's been relying on Isco to kind of carry the load and like do a little bit. He hasn't done yeah, much. But, so yeah. having Kamavinga is perfect for yeah. that because if he keeps doing that and those guys don't have to play as much, they played so many minutes last year and yeah. like, they had no one to replace them. Yeah. Madrid's rebuild has been way better than Barca. Yeah. Like the definitely. players they've brought in, uh, what's his name? Vinicius, Rodrigo, Kamavinga. I really like Valverde in the midfield as well. Valverde is nice. It's needs and Casemiro happen. just signed longer. Yeah, you got that. Uh, Alaba, how was Alaba? Maybe late, maybe he's like 29. 30. I was still tripping. I was watching those highlights. It was weird that I'm not used to seeing him in like a Real Madrid. I know. So used to seeing him in Bayern. And yeah, it's kind of. That that took a while to get adjusted to, but yeah, they their rebuild is a lot better than Barcelona. Barcelona. And then the last one, last night was uh, actually some good games. I think PSG versus Lyon is one of the better ones in League One, and it was a. I watched the, I watched the highlights. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the full game, but PSG squeaked squeaked away with the win in the 93rd minute from Mario Icardi scoring a header. Neymar had a penalty. Leon's goal was actually really nice. Paqueta, I believe he was at AC Milan last year or a year and a half yeah. ago. Um, it was a very good, well-worked goal. But the, the key for me was Messi had a clear chance that he should have scored. Nice setup from Neymar. He hit a free kick that almost yeah, went top Yeah, so that eight. almost went top bin. Yeah. But then he got subbed off, and he was not happy about it at all. I know. I saw that, bro. Sometimes well, it's like... that takes balls to sub off Messi. I know it does, but was he really doing much? I can't comment because I didn't watch, sit down and watch the whole game. But, like, on, when, on Wednesday, he wasn't doing – he had the one chance. He put off the bar at Champions League. But they didn't look good Wednesday, man, either. So you were I saying think... the mid, the, the midfield – and their defense yeah, they're gonna, still sucks. It's going to take them time to kind of, I don't know if Pouch, we'll see if Pouch is even the guy, but they haven't lost in the league yet. So no. we'll see. There. This was the first game. I think Donnarumma with his first start, possibly, and getting the win. Obviously, he didn't clip clean sheet, but he's probably happy with getting a game. And especially against Leon, that's kind of a big game. So, yeah. And I've heard, like, oh. I've read stuff that, like, when Tuchel was back there, too, like sometimes, like his tactics, Neymar and Mbappe would sometimes just fucking ignore him. They just go do their fucking thing. So that sounds very Neymar like. Yeah. So we'll see how, man, imagine adding a message to the mix and trying to, I don't know. So we'll see. It's going to take them some time, though, I think. Yeah. They got to get the chemistry down. The click. And they still yeah, need it. I know the midfield looks a little shaky now, but we'll see. Man, that kid they bought the left back. I did buy. Oh, I forget his name, bro. But he was fucking going up and down that wing on the Champions League. He's so good, yeah. Just killing these guys. But I forget his, I forget his name. But no, they signed a good left. But yeah, no, it'll take some time for PSG. But they should run away with the league. See, Lowe's falling off too. Yeah, they had a tough loss on the weekend. Yeah, Marseille doing well. Yeah, it's interesting what's happening over there. But I think yeah, PSG might run away with it. Now, I think that's it a weekend in football to remember obviously until next weekend special shout outs just from the pod 
Um, I'm a big fan of this TV program. I've tried to get Keith on it, but he hasn't watched it yet. I think some of you might watch it. Ted Lasso cleaned up at the Emmys uh, last night, won multiple, multiple awards. Jason Sudeikis is hilarious. Everybody who writes on that show is so funny. Jason Sudeikis won, like, kick rotation is stupid. The Jays and the dunks and everything that he wears on, like, a weekly episode is dope. And he's gotten Mike Dean. In the last episode, he had Thierry Henry on, like, full on. So the pull that they're getting is amazing, which is uh, great to see. So if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, I, I definitely recommend it. It's a perfect combination of English and American humor, just like mixing into a pot. I watched for like two episodes and I, <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> you just get, well, I think I think it's funnier for me because me being North American and coming over here and seeing like those mixes and like how Ted in the first season just like gets things confused and just like a different way people do things, the drinking of tea, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I find it a little bit funnier because feel like I've kind of lived it a little bit. Um, And then history is being made on the weekend at Watford versus Newcastle because an Australian referee, Jared Gillett, I hope he said, I'm saying his name right, is going to take over as the first ref, overseas ref in the Premier League. So, I mean, they haven't gone too far. They haven't picked anyone from Europe. They've just picked someone from Australia who's pretty much English. Exactly. <laughs> but he's got like the A-League over there records or like does audio of the mic. So there's snippets of what he sounds like and how he talks during the game with like VAR and like his officials. Yeah. And He's pretty funny. Like, I'll, I'll show you that. Maybe we'll, we'll retweet that on our Twitter page. But it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good that he does that. And then the last shout out goes to um, my homie, Derek Peters, for asking and keeping us on our toes and asking where the episodes are because he's wanting to listen out in Vancouver. So shout out to you, DP. Hopefully you get this episode. Hopefully you enjoy and uh, like the shout out. DP. Be well, brother. Chiefy, another episode. 14. TT. Episode 14. The Thierry Henry edition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take it easy on your mic, bro. Thierry. The TT the episode. What's his number? Uh, famous 14. I don't think anybody else is a famous 14. He didn't, did he wear? No, he wore 12 for France. 14. Yeah, I he wore 12. This is the TT episode. We got our title right there. 14 Madras, didn't Madras wear the Spurs? Ah. Yeah, but yeah, but like as much as I love Luca, I will never name an episode when he was at Spurs. This is the we're signing off. This is the Luca Madras. <laughs> <laughs> so. The Luca Madrid Spurs episode. <laughs> but also stay tuned, guys. We got some actually amazing dope uh, interviews lined up for the next few weeks. Some really cool people. Some Canadian yes, nationals coming in. We got some uh, head of the one of the, what do you call them? Sports uh, fan supporting groups or TFC coming on. So it's going to be cool. A couple cool interviews coming. We definitely have that very, very fun one coming up in the next little bit. And like yeah. Keith said, Canadian international. We won't reveal any names yet, but Ooh. stay stay tuned. Two, Two of them. them coming. Two so, of yeah. them. 
I want be good. We can, uh, we can definitely talk about their um, experiences over the last few months with World Cup qualifying, Gold Cup, and what's to come. So exciting times. I can't wait for it. It's going to be exciting. And like we always say, thank you for listening. Share it, like it, head to our page, engage, do whatever you can. A couple new listeners a week, a couple new people a week. It does wonders. So um, thank you very much again before you even do it. This is me, Mike Pavella. Makubia signing off. Just Deuces. another episode. Later.